There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 60. Technically a guestless episode, though we are not referring to them as guestless any longer. Thanks to Topher, commenter on the Nerdist.com website, we are now referring to them as Hostful. The badass fiddling you're listening to is Sarah Watkins. The song is called Friedrich. If you want to hear more of Sarah Watkins, you can listen to the Nerdist episode number 22. Or you can buy her self-titled album, Sarah Watkins, on the iTunes the following shows require your attendance. March 2nd through 5th, I will be at the Punchline in San Francisco. Then the 16th through the 19th at Zany's in Chicago. Then April 8th, I will be at Hukelau in Chicopee, Massachusetts. Tiny Bubbles will probably be performed. Then April 9th, the Wilbur Theater in Boston, Massachusetts. Please come to one or all of these shows. All right, here you go, the Nerdist episode number 60, Hostful Goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey guys, I think we're recording. That's a good way to. Yeah. Could be the new theme song. Whoa! Season two. Season, season two. two. Guys, it's season two Whoa. of the Nerdist Podcast. It was one year ago today. Super Bowl Sunday. All right, so it wasn't one year ago today. It wasn't on this date. Listen, but it was one year ago. Super Bowl Sunday is our anniversary. It was Super Bowl just, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, let's just take a trip down memory lane. It was just like my mom. Like every year on my birthday, she tells a story about how when I was born, there was snow outside. And, birthed. and in the in the hospital. and It snows in Tennessee? Yeah. And she probably didn't talk about how I temporarily destroyed the lower half of her body. But it doesn't matter because she's fine <laughs> I now. I was just shitting, Christopher. <laughs> I was just shitting. It's what happens. It's not gross. It's the gift of life. Uh, shitting Christopher is going to be the name of my album. I don't shitting know if you, guys are, yeah. if you guys are cool with that or not. Uh but, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, I, I was supposed to do this show last year, and it got yeah. canceled. It, it, we, it ended up not getting picked up, so I got all mad. So I said, God damn it, I'm, gonna, I'm sick of being kicked around by this entertainment business, so I'm going to do my own thing. So I called you, Jonah. I yes. called Matthew. 
Uh, and I said, it was a Thursday, and I said, hey, do you guys want to start a podcast? And you said, sure. So we called our buddy Tom Lennon, and then we went to Tom's house on Super Bowl Sunday and yeah. recorded a podcast, and we've been doing them ever since. And he left uh, shortly after the podcast was finished to uh, dig his friend out of uh, the side of a mountain. His friend's house had a mudslide, remember? He got his boots and shovel, and then he took off. Oh, right that's right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Matt... <laughs> Because, you know, uh, uh, Tom Lennon is an adventurer comedian, so he will will make you laugh, but he'll also find the Ark of the Covenant. But he he does favors. Yesterday I was walking, and and Tom came by. He's like, uh, first he asked me if I wanted a handjob, because he pulled up in his car. That's Uh, that's appropriate. That's very appropriate. Hey, want a handjob? He's like, uh, hey, I'm going. My friend's alarm got set off. They're on vacation, but it was inadvertent, so i got to go turn it off. You want to come? I was like, all right. Wow. So we did that. He's a a good dude. He is a good dude. Great guy. Yeah. So that happened that day too, which is I thought it was really funny. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, some a bunch of people are going there to help dig them out because uh, it's like a mudslide, and we're like, well, we're gonna go get food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go dig myself out of this hunger pit because yeah. I have not eaten today. Oh, Where did we go? Put on. We went to the corner. Yeah, we did go to the corner. Yeah. that's right. Uh, and we just kind of sat and talked about. This is really fun. I think that was we should. Fun. I think yeah. we should keep doing this. I yeah. wonder if anyone's gonna listen. Oh, uh, probably not. I mean, I remember. Meanwhile. I remember the whole. Well, the whole thing was like we were saying, like, well, it'll probably take a while to build up, but once it does, we'll probably have a pretty good following. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll see. The market's pretty crowded out there, but you know, I guess we'll just try it and yeah. see see what happens. Oh, guys, the sports center sound happened on my phone. Oh, is that? Ah, Boston's up forty six forty three in the Super Bowls. Yep. Nope. Oh, nope. Boston's in the Super Bowl <laughs> nope. this year, right? NBA. Mm. National Bowling Association. The other, yes. the other one. That's yep. The PBA. Yeah, is no. There, I, is there an NBA? No, 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 no. It's the PBA and the ABC, and then I think, I think they might have merged. East if Coast you, Family. They folks... all became the. It was the PBA, NBC, the East Coast Family. Yeah, they, they yeah, they became uh, Bell Biv DeVoe. You guys yeah, exactly. want to know fascinating yeah. things about Chris Hardwick and uh, his life as a, the son of a bowler? Listen to the last Scarborough Country from two weeks ago. He tells very interesting stories. Nice. We had a, we had a lot of we had a lot. There were a lot of bowling stories. Like stuff I've never heard. I, I like, mean, well, you tell really, you didn't know any of that stuff. Like, a lot of that stuff. I was like, what? Yeah, so I don't want to rehash it, but Did if you, you know listen he to was bowling on, the... on Captain Kangaroo, but if you, yes, and Mike, what Mike Douglas, what? Mike, the yes. Mike Douglas show Mike Douglas against Jimmy Walker. <laughs> I wish I had footage of that stuff. I don't know where any of that stuff. Let's was. go to the archives. That, you know, that's where the internet fails. Like, the, it, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> the internet fails at clips of you on Mike Douglas yeah, as God, a child. God damn it! I can't get away from the Boy Meets World episode I did, but I can't find the fucking Mike Douglas episode. <laughs> Wait, what? You were in a Boy Meets World? Didn't know that? Oh, that's right. I do remember that. You, you were, remember that? Where, you uh, were, as yourself. Will Friedle's character yeah, came yeah. unsingled out, yeah. and Jenny was mysteriously not there, but yeah. no one seemed to question it. But the reality was she just didn't want to do it, because <laughs> she, she was getting too famous, that so show, she was like, I'm not going to do Boy Meets World. That show started off as a very standard, you know, young, skewed sitcom, yes. and then maybe three seasons in, something happened, they're like, fuck it, let's just get funny and weird. And yeah. they and they did a great job like that. I started watching. Again. I always, I, but I was always very annoyed at how they just completely changed the t- character of Topanga to from a weird sort of flighty, new age, medicine-y kind of girl that Corey hated to always been the love of his life. Yeah, it was what odd. Are you gonna do? It was an odd choice. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna not watch it. And then they brought back the the younger sister who had been gone for like a few seasons. And Boy like, Meets World on Netflix Instant Watch. Yeah, but remember, like the little sister was in the kitchen, and someone's like, "Where have you been?" She's like, "In my room for how long? <laughs> a while." And that was that was how they uh, brought back the sister after being gone for. They a few never seasons. they never brought back the younger sister. I had no idea matters. this is going to turn into Boy Meets World cast. Sorry. <laughs> well, we have a guest star in our presence. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Please, I know I'm going to be at uh, I'm yeah. going to be at BMW Con uh, <laughs> this year. 
talking about how Mr. I was, Matthews. That's not the car. It's the Boy Meets World con. Uh, <laughs> then we're going to talk about how I was on on Boy Meets World. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's been a, it's been a year. It's been a great year. Yeah. We've, we've gone to New York. We've gone to New York, uh, Seattle, Seattle, San Francisco. San Francisco. L- listen, I'm not going to pretend that. Th- I mean, this podcast went way better than I thought it was going to. It really did. Yeah. So I, I have nothing but good things to say. And and listen, it gets me out of the house once a week. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you out of tech support once a week. <laughs> I'm not uh, trying to bring my phone no, to you not. going, let's... yeah, no, I don't know what happened. It's just not working. Yeah, well, it, it indicates in here that you dropped this in water. Oh, I don't, I mean. Must, that that, that must have. Are you saying I spilled water? And then I have to say to them, no, I'm just saying that water. Are you saying I accidentally washed this and no, repair not, my pants? Because that, that, didn't, I'm, that didn't sir, happen. Sir, I'm not saying that. Simply saying that at some point the phone came in contact with water. <laughs> and it says so right here. <laughs> Uh, but this has been a this has been a super fun week. Uh, I hosted the Pole Star Awards last night, which actually would be Saturday. Which I looked up on the internet, internet to find yes. out what they were. They were super fun. Apparently, it's a it's an industry awards. it's an industry yeah. event, and it's for people. You know, it's it's for it's for touring entities, and so it's like it's you know band managers and uh, well, and, who, and venues. Oh, and, the most interesting and, part of music. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm telling you, these people are interesting because they they fucking. Party and they drink that's, and they yeah, that's true. and they're and they're fun. So but the award for what was it best? I, I read it online before I came here. Best tour theme or something like that went to Carol King and James Taylor. It was the yeah. It was did a, you see that tour? Oh, my <laughs> I God. totally would have. Well, I would have seen it, no doubt about that. But I'm just saying, really, the best. What do you want? What what's what about what's the, the good. premise? What's the theme of a tour you've ever seen? Besides, um, the besides Dave Matthews, the, theme. the the theme of his favorite tours are freeform jazz. Yeah, exactly. Guys, it's fusion. Yeah, <laughs> so is fucking Pan American Asian food. Yep, that's true. But I'm not going to tour around the country to see that. Oh, Poor man. Matt Myra. I feel so bad. I feel so bad that you don't have any good concerts to go to this it's year. It's all right. I'll uh, I'll manage. You going to be okay? I'll see uh, I'll see a Ben Fold show. That's what I'll do. I would love to see Ben Folds. I would love to have Ben Folds on this show. I would love to have Ben Folds. Speaking of people on the show, uh, in the comment threads of the last Guestless podcast, I see a comment from a gentleman named Scott Sanders who directed and uh, co-wrote Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite, as we've stated before, one of the best comedies to come out in the last decade. It was the best movie of 2009, hands down. In my opinion, best movie of 2009. Yeah. And so we've been blabbing about it for ages. You blabbed about it first. Yeah, I was. Uh, and I, fin- I finally it. relented because of your unflappable chatter. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Janet and I sat down to watch and we're like, all right, you know, just don't expect it. And it was fucking awesome. Have and I I've since you seen wrong? it numerous times. No. Mm. No. See? No. Trust me. I do. Come with okay. me, Christopher. Where are we going? We're into the sky. Black Dynamite Land. <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> Black Dynamite Land's actually yeah. fierce. So he wrote, and I wrote him back, and I, I said, hey, uh, I hope you're the real Scott Sanders and not some weird internet person. So uh, so Scott Sanders I talked to, I mean, I talked to via the internet, and it turns out he's the real Scott Sanders. And How did you verify this? Did you ask Twitter? Here's how, here's my verification process. Are you really Scott Sanders? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good enough for me. Here's my home address and social security number. Come on over. So shoot. Don't stop at the ATM. Here's my <laughs> bank routing number. So uh, yeah. So he said he's he's gonna come on. And you know what? I think I want to start doing because uh, this week. Well, this will have just happened last night. But 
uh, Will Wheaton coming to the Smod Castle. We're going to do uh, a small mini, so mini live fun, event. It was a lot of fun. So we're going to do it again show. with Will. And uh, I ran into my friend John August, who is a writer, who's uh, who has written such films as Go and and uh, Big Fish, and like he's he's fucking incredible. You wrote he, Big Fish. Yeah, that's one of only two movies that ever made me cry. Oh, really? what was the yeah. other one? Uh, a baseball a, movie, Awakenings. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, okay, all that's right. fine. You know what? I got that. That's fine. Yeah. That's really? fine. But not, if you were going to yeah. be like eight men out, I'd be like, get the fuck yeah, out of this. Not movie. even, not even like uh, my left foot. You didn't cry at my no. left foot. Wow. No. Didn't Fucking heart of stone here. I'll cry at your actual left foot. It is pretty hilarious. Would that be weird? Pretty sad. Look at the way the uh, nail curls. Uh, just when he's at his dad's funeral and he realizes that his dad was just telling stories that were sort of based in reality, just reminded me. Gee, of my spoiler dad. alert! Like if you haven't seen that movie yeah. by now, you probably aren't gonna. But uh, but John has a really great blog where he gives a lot of advice to writers, and he's 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 a really smart, super super nice guy. So I think you know we might start doing some more regular live shows. So like with John August, what I want to pitch to him is. Let's have you come and, you know, we'll record at the Smod Castle or wherever we can get some space. And then we'll, we'll have some writers come and we'll talk to you and then yeah. you can people can ask questions. So maybe we'll do the same thing with Scott Sanders. We'll try to do it like Thursday nights? Because Black, Black Dynamite, <laughs> because Black Dynamite is a uh, it, like low, low budget movie that they they just it was a labor of love for them. Yeah. And, and it, you know, and it's I, I think it's I think it should go in the archives as one of the great comedies. Yeah, I think they could put it right next to Airplane, right next to Top Secret. I so wanted to ask the Zucker Brothers, the Zucker yeah. Brothers about it when I. And I forgot because I couldn't stop. I, I I kept feeling like I was in a dream state the whole time that I was uh, moderating with them. Like, am, did I really just watch? Air, it's like like a weird dream. Like I had this weird dream that I watched Airplane with a bunch of people, and then afterwards I talked to the Zucker Brothers and yeah. Jim Abrams <laughs> and Robert Hayes. It was crazy. Yeah. So I I just I you know I wasn't fully in my right mind. Awesome. I, that was I I was really bummed that I couldn't go see uh, Cloris Leachman uh, showing high anxiety at the. Uh, uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. That would have been incredible. That would have been incredible. Yeah, I heard. I heard all the panels were great, though. I heard the the Candace Bergen panel was really great, and nice. and and the and Devito and uh, James L. Brooks. I heard was awesome, and and Janet <laughs> uh, Janet just texted me this morning and said I just spent all last night hanging out with David Byrne. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so, Did he ride his bike to uh, San Francisco from You know, New York? I saw him in New York once, just like walking into a cafe, and he just like had a backpack on and yeah. a hat, and like. That's actually the. I saw Mike Myers uh, walking around uh, New York once, and he just like looked like a little. He looked like uh, Bruce McCullough's character Gavin. Uh, like this one time, yeah, he was these like guys walking with his hands on then, the straps. I saw, and then there was. I love it when they killed off his mom, the character. <laughs> yeah. His mom's funeral. That's right. <laughs> You're not talking about Mike Myers, right? You're talking about. Gavin. I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, it's almost yeah. like. St- us magazines write Jonah stars are just oh, like right. people. Oh. I mean, they're not like us genetically. They're not like us, but <laughs> <They're> <laughs> so we can't better. we can't breed with them. It'd be like trying to it'd be you know it'd be like it, it'd be like if a human uh, tried to fuck a baboon. We're the baboons. We could not produce uh, no, viable couldn't. offspring. But it would be a lot of fun. It really would. It would be. It'd be yeah, a just wild a time. just a swollen red flowering baboon anus. Yeah, exactly. Just a lot of that cushion. is the re- the rest of the plebeians uh, being being mm-hmm. us. Uh, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know about you guys. Seeing that gorilla walk upright, I was just like, oh, now it makes so much sense. <laughs> I see it now. Yeah. Man, not like not the evolution thing, but more just the, fuck, I can fuck a gorilla right now. 
<laughs> when they're down in their knuckles, like, Ugh. But, you, know, dirty. You, you stand them up, and it's stand like, all right, up. I see your gorilla tits. I'm in. <laughs> I was like, now I have to be more terrified of gorillas than I was I mean, previously. You know, this uh, <laughs> is just a gorilla knocking on a door. Oh, fuck. Chimp tits are so weird because they just like f- f- hang over your hand like a pancake. Like, <laughs> I just can't get on board that. But gorillas, they're muscular, they're in good shape, they yeah. work out. Yeah, 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 they do. They really know how to do it right. They really know how to do it right. What are we really talking about here? As people are turning off their iPods. You know what, though? Our gorilla demographic just went way <laughs> oh, up. Oh, shit. Way up. What's with these numbers? Where are they coming over from? your hand like a pancake, yeah. people. That's All these numbers are coming from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do a little role-playing. So you're in the jungle, and I'm going to put on the big game hunter. No, 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 baby. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> like the gorilla attacks. <laughs> Don't try to role play with a gorilla. If you're gonna fuck him, just get in there and do your business. Just do not in. try to watch a but, gorilla and movie. Also don't, don't appreciate romance. And yeah, so don't make eye contact. Do not make eye do contact. Make in eye fact, contact. it's better just to face the gorilla the other way. Yeah. Otherwise, he will rip your cock and face off. Simultaneously. What was that? There was that old Brian Posehn joke where he's talking about like the guy that got like torn apart by like a chimpanzee. And he says, like uh, the guy, like the the chimp, like tore off the dude's genitals and then like started like gnawing off his foot. Yeah. And he says, even though he's going through the immense pain of like his foot being chewed off while he's still alive, he was still thinking about his junk being pulled off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Posehn. <laughs> I love that big huggable guy. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Slayer. Uh, he's a delight. So uh, I started a, I actually, st- you know, we actually have a sponsor for what? this episode. We have some sponsors rolling in. Because we just asked? Yes! Coming! <laughs> Isn't that weird? I know, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, soon we are going to be able to unfetter you from the binds of your tech support prison. Then I can tell you what really goes on there, guys. Yeah, the, then you can. The no, don't, because if the podcast nosedives, you're going to need a place to go back to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll happen. It'll fucking happen. Yeah, so, you know, let's let's save the stories for, like, when we're a few months out, and then we'll see if we can get some cash rolling in. Don't, don't like, day one be like, here's what we can do, and then here's all their policies, yeah. and then the emails come down from the Dark Overlord. But then everyone's like, hey, my iTunes subscription isn't working anymore. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, in fact, it's better off yep. if we just... Uh, I love everything. Thank you. Me yep. too. Everyone's rad. Back to the sponsor. Yeah, so the sponsor, so the sponsor thing. Um, I actually started, and I started a Facebook fan page for the Nerdist. Please. Um, don't, don't tell me that's our sponsor. Please. No, 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 no. Yeah, we're sponsoring our own podcast. Yeah. Chris Guys, if we're excited about it, other people will be excited about it. you got to believe in yourself. you got to believe. Chris now advertises Nerdist, the website, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because I, I, I was able to get Facebook.com slash Nerdist, uh, which, is, which is good. Over. And, you know, I, 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 had re- I had resisted Facebook for so long, and, and but, but what I've come to realize uh. is that you know, on. with with it's finally catch not going anywhere. Uh, is that uh, it, it is like an important metric for sponsors. They uh, they all most of them always ask, "What's your Facebook number?" And like, fuck. So, uh, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you, you want to just like the Facebook group, it's Facebook.com/slash/Nerdist. That would be helpful Please, to us. So we help can me and eventually, and then so we can, can get, look at your site. And so your we can Facebook get sponsors uh, like Tweaked Audio. Oh fuck! They make earbuds. Oh, nice. Tweaked Audio Make. Every time I hear earbuds, I, I can't. I think of Airbud. Spell yeah, it, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Spell that. Tweaked Audio. T W E A K E D A U D I O. Tweaked Audio, folks. Tweaked Audio. So uh, they have three styles they have Tweaked, Tweaked Classic, uh, and Tweaked Natural. Seven colors red, blue, green, pink, black, silver, and wood. Oh, that sounds really Wood fun. is a color none and that, a material. None of that boring white shit. 
Nope, nope, none of that boring white shit that we all have in our ears. Uh, but they actually are—they I, I, actually are designed uh, to sound great for music for talk. Uh, they have noise reduction design, and of course, they're compatible with everything. And so, this is a special offer that they're giving Nerdist podcast listeners. If you go to tweakedaudio.com/nerdist, you will get ten dollars off the retail price. So you oh, you wow. can you can get earbuds. You can get some really cool earbuds for nineteen ninety five. And uh, plus, you probably won't get mugged because they're all looking for white headphones. Yeah, because they're like, hey, yes. that guy's got an iPhone. If you, if you lose your white, you know what? If you lose your white headphones, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks if you lose your white headphones. Yeah. Yep. But if you go to uh, if you go to tweakedaudio.com slash nerdist, you can get them for nineteen ninety five. So yeah, if you need deal. some headphones, uh, go grab those. Uh, yeah. That will be we'll sound be awesome. we'll sound better. I'll sound less monotone. You can grab so many. <laughs> I'll, sound, of those I'll sound a little less nasally and monotone with these headphones. So <laughs> they have you. a nasal reduction. They do uh, uh, filter, and they also they should have a food filter so we can continue to eat without getting complaints <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> This is the last, and, th- and th- this is this is the last like uh, high pressure uh, promo thing that I want to talk about. But uh, I- I'm performing at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, folks. Do you know I, the Wilbur? Have you been I'm to the Wilbur? Familiar with the Wilbur? Uh, uh, it's in the theater district. Uh, yep. You could have a nice dinner right by there. Maybe walk over from Faneuil Hall, go see Christopher. Yeah, what is it, April 9th? April 9th. Yeah, it's it's and and I'm and I I've been I've been very honest about it, and I will probably talk about this show. A handful of times before April 9th because it's a it's the biggest solo venue that I've ever performed in Here's and I'm can do. I'm literally I almost fill my pants with shit every time I talk about Here's it like I don't know do. if that many people are going to come out and see me so if you've ever been entertained by the podcast please come out to the show I want to make it an event like I want people to to dress up in costumes of like whatever they're nerding out over come to the show and then you know at some point you know we'll be able to do a nerdist tour I mean this, it's yeah. not going to be a nerdist tour this time I have family over there, buy a goddamn ticket for Chris's show. Yeah, come on, go Matt's family. Come go on, Matt's family. Him. You know what you could do, folks in Boston? You could maybe go to that church that Ben Franklin was baptized at and then walk over to Chris. It's Sorry I didn't make it to your show, Chris. I just couldn't <laughs> stop staring at the baptismal font <laughs> where tiny Benjamin Franklin was creating a tiny oh, post office. Aw, tiny Benjamin tiny Franklin. Franklin. Tiny Benjamin Franklin. Tiny Benjamin Franklin Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Anyone? All right, patent it. <laughs> you patent show ideas, right? Yeah, the Wilbur is beautiful. What no, happened? it's it's beautiful. It's, it's it's a good venue, but it does hold a thousand people. And the, you know, just a little background: the way that this kind of stuff works is when you make the switch to larger theater venues, you you do it by going in with a really low guarantee, where you're like, "Look, just yeah. don't give me any money. If people show up, then I'll take money. Then you know, yeah. so that's why there's no money to bring you guys. I mean, like, there's literally oh. there's literally no money. No, so no, no, it's we so it's it, it it the money only comes in if people show up. Uh, but you know, if if some of these shows start working out, then we could actually you know I want to do a Nerdist College tour with you guys so bad. That'll I think be, that would be, be so much fun. fun. That'd be a lot of fun. I'll do it. You know what? You'll do it. <laughs> Although young kids, college kids make me uncomfortable. That's okay. The, no, no, they're find they're, out how old you are. They're they're cool. Yeah. They're cool, man. <laughs> they're cool. No, no, they're cool. We'll go hang out at their frat parties afterwards. I did that once, and, and it was weird. Oh yeah, I did that of once. Of course, when I was, it would. Be when I was weird. in my 20s. I didn't go to college. I was, I was like, I was like, oh, I want to see what a frat party is like. And no. then uh, I went, and it was just the worst experience. I felt so uncomfortable when I talked to a kid. I was trying to talk about something. And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're you? talking about. I gotta go date rape someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, April 9th at the Wilbur Theater, uh, you can get details for the tickets uh, on the website at Nerdist.com. Don't disappoint me, hometown. <laughs> if you like the fighter. If you like the fighter, you'll fucking love Chris yeah, that, at the Wilbur. How long have you been He's away from Boston, Matthew Meyer? Uh, four years uh, on the 27th of this month. Really? Yeah. Do you miss it? I do. 
but uh, not as much as I used to. Like, I go it, back. It, I'm go. I go back three or four times. Los a year. Angeles sucks all the miss away. It sort of does. It's weird. L.A. sort of. I miss, I when I go home now, home to Boston, I, I miss home. Los I gotta Angeles. tell you though, even 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 the most uh, vehement L.A. haters has to be enjoying waking up every day for the past two weeks to 65 degrees I'm and clear skies. Shorts. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's hard when when the rest of when the rest of the country is under you know. A, a natural ejaculate of ice. This was mean. The other the other day, John, uh, uh, my funeral home, John, friend, John McDonough, he sent me a, fi- a picture. He said, that's a four-foot fence. And there was like this much, like maybe six inches of fence coming through. I went outside immediately, took a picture, and said, that's a 60-foot palm tree. <laughs> oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. That's awesome. There so you worked like, at, you worked like at the funeral home? I worked at the funeral home. It was good times. Was it really good times? I enjoyed it. He because does. It, he looks back on it fondly. I love it because I was working with my two best friends. So it would be like if the three of us had to go work at a funeral home. That sounds horrible. It would probably be hilarious. Guys, six feet under the sitcom. There it is. Come on. Yeah. Don't. That's my idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I'm sorry. I already registered there with the WGA. Uh, come, on. come on. Guys, you guys I sent myself a self-addressed stamped envelope. <laughs> yeah. Poor man's copyright. Oh God! So, how did you? Why did you go to work? And now, and and by the way, I do want to tell you that my my grandfather, my mother's father, mm-hmm. before he opened some bowling centers that ultimately <laughs> my parents met at, he was he worked at a funeral home. Wow! Like as a funeral director, did he own a funeral home or? Uh, I know? can't remember. I yeah. think he might have been a mortician. Okay. What was the name? What's the name of the place? Which one? The McDonough Funeral Home? The McDonough Funeral Home. Yeah, what's home? the name yeah. of the McDonough Funeral Home? Yeah. McDonough Funeral Home. Yeah, I Lowell, always... Massachusetts. They just bought a second funeral home. Oh! Uh, they bought Mahoney's in Lowell also. Oh. Mahoney! Oh, yeah. opened by Steve Gutenberg. Opened by... Yes. Mahoney! It's a, yeah, it's a really... It's a police academy-themed funeral home. I think a police academy-themed funeral home would be really great. Yeah. You could get the Hightower package. When I was oh, a kid... Yeah, that's the different size of caskets. We that's got the Hightower, we yeah. got the Sweepy. Yeah. Wait, what was the... The what? The Sweep... What what was this, the small guy? What was oh, his I name in the? Remember. Oh, Mr. Sweet Sweet Chuck. David Sweet Spade? Chucks. David yeah. Spade. yeah, he was the small. He was small, right? Tim Kazarinsky, right? Tim Kazarinsky. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes. Don't oh. move, zip your lips, and pay your respects to the deceased. Remember the Police <laughs> Academy Sergeant cartoon, Hooks. Jonah? What? You remember the Police Academy cartoon? <laughs> no, I do. There was a cartoon. Really? Yeah. There was a cartoon about everything. There was a Dumb and Dumber cartoon. I don't remember that. Let's get back to your funeral Sorry. home and, and how you're going to talk the Madonnas into turning it into a police academy themed funeral home. I would home. love that. That would be fantastic. And then and then uh, when uh, when someone is eulogizing the person, they can be getting blown under the lectern. <laughs> like at the beat. Wait, what's the difference between a funeral home and a mortuary? Uh, I think that's a that's a well in Massachusetts. Mortuaries give birth to live young. Yes, oh. and funeral homes uh, are cold blooded. <laughs> Uh, but I think I think mortuaries. I don't know. It might be just another name, or because Massachusetts is, uh, they have crazy monopoly laws. So like, funeral home can't also have a crematory and also have like a flower boot. shop and also have like a cemetery. Yeah. Car. Whereas here in L.A., you know, you go to like Forest Lawn or you go to uh, Hollywood Forever, and it's everything's in house. Yeah. They yeah. can't do that in Massachusetts. Oh, where are we gonna yeah. get all these irises <laughs> to put on graves? That's, I know. In Hawaii, there was the best name for a mortuary. It was a Borthwick. Bork- Yes, Borthwick Mortuary. Thanks for stepping on my thing. The thing just, that you know about, but no one else knows I love about. Saying well, we it. got to hear it from both of you. <laughs> Borthwick Mortuary. Borthwick. Borthwick Mortuary. Borthwick. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. There's no better. Where are my slippers, Borthwick? Uh, Borthwick. Uh, I want to find out why you decided to go work at a funeral home and 
Yep. You. I went because it, I was hanging around enough that I should have been getting paid. No, why, why were, were you, you hanging, hanging around? around? It's because my best friends, John and Joe McDonough, they their family owned and ran the funeral home. So when we're hanging around, these at the fuck house, is a wicked dead. <laughs> when we're hanging around at the house. They they had to go do shit like oh we got to go pull that casket and 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 bring it up from the showroom so we'd walk over to the funeral home which was next door to their house yeah we'd walk over and we'd go and 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 do that and it was the kind of thing where I was around so often that it was like why don't you just start doing funerals and will stuff. it be in poor taste if I flyer the funeral home with Wilbur Theater shows <laughs> no. okay if you want to see the listen you guys are upset now but I I got a I got a plan to cheer you up come to the Wilbur Theater April 9th forget uh, your loved ones with a you comedy use, you of Chris Hardwick their, you could use their PA system could I could I put uh could I put some sort of a uh, a sound uh, device inside the mouth of a dead person could they do that and then when people go up to pay their respects at the wake I can just have them say Wilbur Theater. It would be hard. April 9th, or I shall not rest. No, he usually said to sewn, blave. Their mouths are usually, <laughs> usually sewn or glued shut. So really? Oh, so how does that work? So oh, shit. How does that work? How does that work? Some Someone dies, and you guys are like, all right, we'll be right over. So you go pick up the body. Go pick up. That's called a removal. Okay. So we'll go do a removal if it's at your house or if it's at a uh, hospital or nursing home. We'll go do that. Pick up the body. Take them back to the funeral home. And then the next day, you'll make sure they're dead. uh, We'll set up an arrangements time where the family will come in for funeral arrangements. And uh, nothing, we don't do anything. Do you have the body in there, like sitting up in a chair just to make it ready to go, just so they're comfortable? Are those your keys rattling? You have keys? Do you you have keys hanging on the side of your pants? I do. Uh, He always has keys. Make sure and lock up the gym when you're done. You're a janitor. (laughs) I I don't want them in my pocket. I got a lot of keys. I, I hang them too. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I'm the odd man out Where here. Where do you keep all your keys? For... In my pocket. I don't like it bolting out. I got big thighs. No, oh, all right. Me too. Oh, um, so, carry on then. All right. <laughs> enough of you, skinny Jim. <laughs> man talk. Uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, you know, the body is then at the funeral home, and then, and then funeral arrangements happen where the family will pick out a casket, decide if they want the body embalmed, decide if they want an open casket, when they want the wake, what's, what church, what cemetery. All that stuff gets decided, and then uh, then you get a funeral. The best funeral you'll ever see. Mm. I feel like we're almost kind of sponsored by I, McDonough I say, as well. We should be. We well, should we get ki- a kickback. We, we kind of are, because they moved me out here. Oh, really? <laughs> in a casket? They, they made it possible. They put well, no, Joe, Joe and I drove across country in Mr. McDonough's Escalade. We moved all of our stuff. Mr. McDonough, you wet yourself. Why did you use Those are the characters in you used Raising a, Arizona. A hearse. You should have used a hearse. We should have. That would be the best way to run drugs, I think. In a casket. I think that's kind of an obvious choice. You'd think. Not if you do it under a body. Under a body? Yeah, then they're not going to want to look. Because that's icky. Right? Can we not get all anarchist cookbook on everyone (laughs) all of a sudden? And uh, then you could put a bomb in their dead anus. Do whatever. And, uh, no one ever sniff it out. No one ever look at it, guys. So you, do, so when the bodies are brought in, do you do you have to suck all the innards out? Do you do, do all I, that stuff? No, I I was a funeral assistant, so you have to be like a licensed uh, embalmer. Yeah, a licensed embalmer to to do do that stuff. But I could help in the sense that I would get the body on the table, ready to go. And then our, our embalmer. Oh, I have to get my embalming license today, but I just I don't want to wait in the line. Oh, and yeah. so I should I make the appointment? If I, if I didn't move out here, I'd probably. I failed the that's first written test. Doing, really? Yeah. You'd be embalming? I would have ended up doing that. That's what that, that's my. But guess. you know what you're doing on this show is that you are embalming unhappiness out of people. That's right. Exactly. Because you're fun and entertaining, Matthew. Debal- you're debalming. I'm debalming. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing ever. 
Yeah, I know it was real bad. <laughs> How did so so the embalmer comes in and then you guys you have to do you do the makeup and you put the clothes on them? And- uh, well, a lot of times, yeah. Well, one of us, uh, Joe or, or John or myself or whatever, or will dress get the body dressed in, and and boxed as they say. You don't take like weird memento mori pictures with them, do you? Where they you try to make them look still alive? Guys, that's my phone ring. I'm sorry. That's your TARDIS. The doctor's calling. Nice. Did you ever? Um, I was. I was. I turned mine on to airplane. I, I should have. I'm sorry. Uh, did you ever uh, do uh, like play some Caribbean music in the hopes that they would get up and start moving around? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, that's where you, that's where you need. That's no, where you need but we would often... Andrew McCarthy and Johnny Silverman, and I know yeah. Johnny Silverman. Johnny so Silverman. I... John, yeah, we're neighbors. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> Didn't mean to step on your uh, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I mean to step on your weekend at Bernie's joke. Oh no no no! Just Johnny Silverman. That's very familiar. It's a very familiar way to call him. I've known him for many years. No, I know. I'm just saying. I never. Heard. I used to really enjoy the single guy. Single guy was good. Single guy was Ernest, a fun show. Ernest Borgnine played on, the uh, doorman. Yes, it was on Must See Tuesdays when NBC had two Must See nights. Yeah, uh, and then as uh, opposed to. I mean, Ernest Borgnine has Borg in his name, so I think he should be Ernest Borg Seven of Nine. Ooh, is I that, like that. Is that too nerdy? No, so, I like it. Okay. Weird mashup in my head right now. You know who I think I'll get on the podcast? Speaking on. of Seven of Nine, Jerry Ryan. We can get Jerry Ryan on the Jerry podcast? Ryan. She followed me on Twitter for some reason, and, and she's awesome. And for some reason, Chris, we've you're been so great on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Uh, and not to name drop, but I was talking to my friend Johnny Silverman the other day. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. So you glue people's mouths shut? Well, that's, I mean, the, uh, naturally your mouth would just fall open. Yes, you'd be surprised you were dead. Ah, I can't believe I'm dead. So you would, would be in shock. Got to stem that by uh, uh-huh. sealing that up. Are you so? What what sort of weird? I just want to know some of the ins and outs of what's going to happen to you when you die. Yeah. Uh, well, depending on where you die and how old you are when you die, there's a couple things that could happen. If you're a younger guy, say you die today. Okay. Right Whoa. now. Say you die right now. Oh, my exploding oh, anus! He died. Uh, then the coroner would come. The L.A. County Court. Oh, because they have to do some because sort of investigation. Because it's not normal sure for someone my age to die. Murdered. Right. Uh, so that would happen, and then by a rival podcast. And then the <laughs> and then the uh, funeral home uh, would get the call from the family, and then they would get the body released from the uh, coroner, and then that process would start, where they had the family come in for arrangements, and then you know the funeral happens. All right. So all that paperwork stuff sounds great, but I want to know what happens like once the body's in. You must have seen some insane stuff. I've seen, uh, well, I've seen a lot of things, uh, accident victims and the like. And, oh, and yeah. What about the time that you tried to push push a body onto its back, a dead body? No, oh, that that is this the okay. That wasn't that wasn't me. That was Dicky and uh, that was the, the older guys, older funeral home guys. But what happened was they went to uh, get a uh, get a body from a, a, a what seemed like an arson. So the hospital, the police called them to take them to the coroner's office. So. So come in, get this body. So they go, and they're like, oh, it's, you know, right there on this burned-out mattress, so why don't you guys go ahead and take care of that, and we'll do some other stuff, take some pictures of the uh, burn, and see if we can solve this arson. Uh, so then they go to move the body, roll him over, and there is a knife in his chest. Oh! So they say, oh, well, there's a knife here, and then the, guy, the uh, police are like, all right, don't touch anything. And then murder investigation. Yeah. And well, the, were... the fire could have just blown that. Uh, still didn't turn off his fucking phone. Yeah. What is? I'm sorry. You have a silent function, right? What's that? I don't know how this thing works. <laughs> then how's he supposed to show off his uh, fucking TARDIS ringtone? <laughs> show off. 
I got the I got that from him. Really? He yeah. gave me he he made it and gave it to me. My, so that's my ringtone. My ringtone ring is the Mega Man Two theme song. That's oh. pretty rad. Yeah. I guess that's cool. If you don't like Doctor Who, whatever. If I called you right now, would that would that go off? Um, well, no, no because I put it on airplane mode. Because uh, yeah, Jonah. I can do it. Go for it. It's a really fucking. I'll just fucking bring it up because I love it. It. I, I. I don't answer my phone sometimes because it's fucking. Because you just rock out. You know, you could just listen to it online. Somebody's I calling so Jonah. There we go. Here comes another call for you. Somebody's calling Jonah. Is it right, Mega Man? Ma- yeah. <laughs> I can see why that's your favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's good. <sighs> All right, so... Oh, there's another time, though. I'm trying to... He told me this a long time ago, where it's like, you pushed a body's arm or something like that. And oh, then- it move, uh, be careful of, you know... So this person had been dead for a, a, a few days, maybe a week or so. It was summer. It was hot. Uh, so... You have to be careful, apparently, uh, because I went to move and the arm and sort of the skin kind of came off like a sleeve. Really? Yeah. Wow. Kind of like, let's move that back and then. Little tip out there for the kids. Uh, so if guys, you're handling a dead body after a couple of years, be yeah. make sure the skin doesn't sleeve off. Yeah, you know, when you're going to go see the dead body of a kid named Ray Brower, best not to fucking <laughs> touch it. <laughs> you know, I learned a lot that summer. <laughs> Doom, doom, How doom, flesh can just doom, come off so easily, doom, doom, like a sleeve doom, on a doom, doom, arm, doom, doom, and how the flesh underneath doom, it becomes gray doom, doom, and bleak. You like. know, if I were gonna write some, if I were gonna write some really good Time Lord fan fiction, I would make uh, River Phoenix the body they're going to see, oh. and just fucking bend everyone's mind. Yeah, he'd break it. I would. Ah. Right. Yeah. So are you, Matthew? Are you? Are you? Are you okay with death now? I guess. Yeah, it I'm doesn't very freak you out. Desensitized to it. Although I suppose if someone were very very close to me were to die, it probably would still affect me. But do you do you have any sort of uh, dark lingering um, hopelessness for your own mortality? No, am I like am I worried about personally yeah. dying? No, yeah, does it freak you out? No, and does it does it... I kind of worry about like John and Joe having to carry my body because it's very heavy. You well, know what though you're doing, you, but I, I tell you, you you've lost some weight. You've and lost, you, look, yeah, was, you look really good. I was actually gonna, I was thinking that I saw I noticed that today. You're looking I felt good, my you know? collarbone for the first time and. Three. That's years. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Remember that. This? I remember being able to feel that. <laughs> that's um, really good. Um, yeah, it's great. But yeah, you know. So well, what do you, I, I would be weirded out. That that's what would weird me out is Joe and like the funeral home taking care of my body. Yeah, but I want to know like know it's like so well. how how did it like affect your thoughts about like the idea of an afterlife or just like do, do like does does death just I've become like it, a, a, it's a turned flesh? Into a, yeah, it's turned into a clinical thing for me now. Yeah. And I don't not everybody shares that opinion that works in the funeral industry. But for me it's sort of just like you're born, you live, you die and this is, and it's all like a chemical process to me. Yeah. And uh it's sort of just do I have any thoughts about the afterlife not particularly. Would it surprise me if there was an afterlife? No. But uh, would it surprise me if there was nothing? No, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean either. some people some people say like really so it doesn't freak you to me. This is it doesn't freak you out that you know, because I think I feel like, well, when you die, the lights just the lights turn off. Sure, yeah. and and people, are like, it, doesn't, it doesn't freak you out that that you might still be, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, I I didn't have any consciousness before. Yeah, and yeah. I assume it will probably just be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm don't okay worry about dying, die. you guys. Yeah, don't live. worry about, worry about That's it. That's what we're saying. Yeah, so you have to enjoy your burrito. Carl Carl Sagan wasn't scared of dying. No, no, he just he knew it was all part of the process. Yep. For thousands of years, God, people wise. have wondered about the universe. Did it stretch on forever? 
wise man named Dave Matthews. Symphony of Science. Said, Symphony of Science. You have to check it. Eat, yeah. Drink and be merry for tomorrow we die. Granted, he didn't write that. It's an old thing from the medieval times. But so Dave you're just Matthews saying he quoted something someone else said. Sure. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe I'm missing all those Dave Matthews concerts. You. I can't believe you are either. <laughs> so, now that I think about it. One, now guys. that I think about it, we just sit around and quote things that other people say. We, <laughs> so maybe it's not so bad after all. Are we having fun? You know, like one of, one of the nerds' mutant powers is hypocrisy. Like, oh, oh, I totally just shit on a guy for something I do all the time. Yeah. So, Jono, wasn't? Uh, are you comfortable sharing the name of your book? Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, like the you know the autobiography at the end of my life is going to be called a series of recycled movie references. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to write it. That's pretty much. That's like uh, I, I realize when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm funny because I say lines from movies that correspond to what's happening at the moment. I think yes. I've done that many times on this podcast. Hey, Jonah. Don't cross the streams. Cross the streams. Good follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see the third McBusters? Yes, it was, oh, great. It was great. Yeah, our friend Mike Chillian uh, made the three McBusters, which is a, a McDonald's Ghostbusters mashup uh, for Channel 101. Yeah. And, and I did the voice of Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, Poor, poorly, I would say. And if you want to hear <laughs> that, go to Tweaked Audio. Get yourself some nice headphones. Yeah, you would just have to go to tweakedaudio.com slash Nerdist. And then listen to McBusters. Let's hey, not get too yeah. overboard. I'm going to get the emails from people who are like, yeah, you're, you're okay. You know, I, I was okay with a little bit of sponsorship, yeah, picture, but take it down a so notch. Um, but yeah, that was that was great. It was like 12 minutes long and it ended with that meme face. The fuck? It was, it was <laughs> great. It was fucking perfect. Yeah, he did, he did a really great really job. Really check that out. Well, I, if we sound better right now, by the way, it's because we're in a radio, an actual radio station facility, which I will be able to use from time to time yeah. for us. On weekends. Monday, I mean, Sundays is nice. Sundays yeah. is nice, yeah. Ironically, whenever Seacrest is out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, right, because this, yeah. this is mainly his facility. And he's very kind to let us use it. Uh, yeah. no, I think he knows we're using it. No longer at Comcast. We are at no, we're at NBC Uni. NBC Uni. But this totally reminds me, I worked at uh, the station in LA called K-Rock in the 90s, and from midnight to five, I was alone and ran the board, and so this all looks very familiar. Did you have to get certified to do that? Yeah, you have to get get a license, and uh, the way that it worked was... uh, uh, Jenny Jenny McCarthy and I went on Kevin and Bean to promote the premiere of Singled Out, and for whatever reason, the program director, Kevin Weatherly, was like, do you want a job? And I said, sure. And so I, I concurrently did uh, Singled Out and worked oh at K-Rock. So it was like I was shooting during the day and then working midnight to five at the radio station. What time would you shoot Singled Out usually? Well, we only did three days a week. And so I tried to stagger it so it wasn't the same days. But there was a lot of crossover. But we would yeah. work from like 10 to 5 or 6. And then I would, I would have enough time to you know, get some dinner, hang out, and then get to, the, get to K-Rock. And, well, yeah. But you're not sleeping. I was not sleeping. No, <sighs> I was not sleeping. That's radio awful. for the most part, that right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun, you know, it was fun. I mean, the the main, the main thing, the, the reason to work at K-Rock, especially then, because K-Rock was really directing m- music at that time. I mean, I remember I was in Weatherly's office once, and uh, he was blasting the song, and he was like, hey, what do you think of this? And it was Lump by the President of the United States oh, of America. Nice. I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And then the next week, they were huge. Yeah. So it was it was a really fun time. And then you get to go to concerts and... Yeah, yeah, all the weenie roasts and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, you would pick shows that you, a ba- artist you would like, and you'd say, hey, I want to do the onstage for that. So you would get to come out and, and introduce. So how many Dave Matthews shows did you do the onstage for? Uh, I guess upwards of zero. <laughs> but I, did, I was forced to do a bad religion uh, on stage once. There you go. Not my demo. You're going to do the bad religion one. And I had to. Yeah, because you had to do a couple of months. Well, the and, guys in the band are probably your demo. Just nerdy. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but their but audience. No. Like, I go on stage at uh, at what is now the Avalon, 
and the, I the palace at the, the time. palace yeah. at the time. And already, I work for two institutions that these people think fucking blows: MTV and K Rock. So yeah. I come out. And instantly people were like, fuck you! Yeah. And I had to come out after they'd been waiting 20 minutes and say the band was going to be another half hour. Oh. I've never seen more objects fly at me at one time. <laughs> what year was that? That was 97, maybe. Oh, and yeah, that uh, was around the time American Jesus and shit like that. It was like their kind of resurgence into the mainstream. I guess. I mean, yeah. it, it, I, it, it all sort of blurs together, but I, I did get hit in the face with cups and gum, which oh. was fun. Cups, cups and gum. Cups, cups and, and gum. gum. Getting um, hit in the face. That's a, there's actually a really funny uh, extra on the uh, Pavement uh, DVD where it's like a guy from K-Rock going out to introduce Pavement and everyone's just yelling at him. because Yeah, like, they don't want you there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't blame him. Fuck, yeah. fuck me. I don't, they don't, you know, they don't yeah. need me there. Yeah. Wow. Why, they don't need anybody there, really. They just came to see the band they see paid for. what Dave yeah, Matthews exactly. does. He comes out and introduces the opening act. Yeah, just like Jay Leno comes and introduces himself, uh, you know, at the beginning of a show. This is not about Jay Leno. I would love, do you think Leno will start opening for Dave Matthews? I hope so. That would be Same I'd demographic, right? Same I'd demographic? Still... <laughs> Very similar. Jonah. Very similar. <laughs> A lot of the same kind of assholes. Listen, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Monica Lewinsky crashed yeah. into President Clinton's. Thing. You're still doing yeah. the Monica Lewinsky jokes. It's time for headlines and <laughs> these crazy things. Sometimes people misprint things and ads. Yeah, yeah. do a lot of misunderstandings. Do you guys want to answer? You know, the the, the funeral home thing. I feel like we'll we will we have to keep more we will have to, to keep digging. It'll be like a series, guys. Listen in because I'm fascinated by it. But I yeah, do want to get some emails because some people sent some emails in and uh, and these guests' podcasts are an excellent opportunity to talk to you, the emails. the listener. It's like we're on Zoom and we're opening the mailbag. Matthew Robbins mm-hmm. writes in. When are you going to have David Tennant on the show to ask him about uh, pre, during, post doctor stuff? Uh, Owen, oh, his ro- his role as Barty Crouch. So, Jr. what's it like knocking up your uh, your uh, daughter? And Matt, uh, <laughs> what he is engaged to Peter Davison's daughter, and oh, Peter yeah. Davison is an old uh, one of the older doctors. Yeah, they're not really. You'll he's not really the same. Not really. The no, same it's documentary. No, no, it's, it's real life. So, uh, Matthew. Uh, so this comes from Matthew, who is at the underscore ginger. Uh, all right, skip it. I'll tell you, I tried to... Don't get mad at gingers. Why do you have to fucking shit on gingers? I don't. I just. I don't. I just do. It's just like, yeah. Donna Noble was a ginger. Mm-hmm. So I I tried to get David Tennant. I did. I I cold called his agent's office, and I, I, thought, I, I thought I was in. So I, I, call, I call his agent's office, and uh, I, you know, I get the agent's information from SAG or something, and... So I call and I get this really nice British sounding assistant. Hello, uh, so and so's office. Yes, I'd like to speak to this person, please. Uh, it's uh, it's Chris Hardwick calling. Oh, Chris, great. Yeah, sure. You know he's in a meeting right now. Have him call you later. And so I instantly think, oh my god, am I famous enough that I could just call any agency and they know who I am? I, I feel like I have accomplished something in my life. Uh, An hour later, I get a call. Chris, I forgot to ask, who are you and what is this regarding? <laughs> we're like, fuck, I'm busted. Um, so I was like, well, I, you know, I tried to tie it in with Web Soup, too. I'm like, well, you know, I do this show called Web Soup and I have this podcast and I, and I want to, you know, whenever you say podcast to anyone, you know, who kind of in the entertainment business right now, you can almost feel their interest meter uh, yeah. hit zero. I'm doing a web series. Yeah, I'm doing a web series. <laughs> so we just need to, you know, we just need him to come to my mom's uh, studio in the back uh, garage and... And so, uh, and so I, I explained it to her, and she was like, "Okay, great." And then I never heard from them again. Yeah. So you want to you want to blame someone why David Tennant's not coming on the podcast because his agent uh, won't call me back. And but you know, rightfully him. so. He doesn't know who him. I am. Yeah. He doesn't know who I am. Uh, he's fucking wrong. 
and I, <laughs> he should come on. Yeah. Yeah, he should. And if David Tennant ever comes, you know, his agent's just doing his job by not responding to people that he's never, he doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, because he's clearly not in the digital loop and doesn't know what's fucking happening Whoa, in podcasting. Oh, this yeah. is what it sounds like. One year, Harden. motherfucker. One fucking year. <laughs> yeah. One year and 60 how, episodes. How do, do you know guys, how many, do you know how many, we, we, we did almost 6 million downloads in the last year. We are. Uh, that's pretty insane. Yeah. I'm very impressed. That's I am impressed with myself. Let me just let's all just circle jerk on each other while we pat each other on the back. We'll create a pinwheel, a merry-go-round, <laughs> if you will. Pinwheel. So uh, that was that's the David Tennant. Uh, you know, if we're a little cockier than normal, it's only because it's our one-year anniversary. We're the, very excited about the David being Tennant here. conundrum, which it sounds like an episode of Doctor. The <laughs> David Tennant conundrum. Uh, all right, the next uh, email is from Charles Dickerson. I love it. Lie. Hey guys, I started listening on the Donal Logue episode and have since went back and listened to almost all episodes, but... Interesting one to start. With. I listen on iTunes and I do not have an episode 29. My iTunes goes from 28 Rich Summer <laughs> to 30 Mythbusters. Okay. Just wondering if that's my iTunes or just what? Mysterious. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew what episode 29 was. So yeah, I, I think have, about like, it. make up a reason. It's like the 13th floor. It's a mysterious... Yeah. It's it it is a nerdist podcast mystery that will endure for the ages. <laughs> Guys, if we get past episode sixty without one of us leaving the podcast, it'll be a miraculous thing. Yeah, that's what we're we're almost we did it. With that said. Guys, I think we've had a lot of fun, but I, no, I, I got nowhere I knew to this go. was coming. I got nowhere to go. Why does I everything can't. I love turn to shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, isn't it? It's me. <laughs> no, Chris, Jonah and I still love each other very much. <laughs> um, all right. Sam Brown writes, nerd host, my friends and I have some of the funniest conversations, and we thought it would be fun to memorialize them in short podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, none of us know uh, much about recording other than the audio test with the sexy British lady in Skype. Would you suggest oh we use? Uh, would you? What would you suggest we use to record a podcast? Something cheap and easy would be great, but we don't want to sacrifice much quality. Get a Zoom Get, H2. I, well, the Zoom no, H2 is cheaper. The Zoom H2 is only one like one forty nine, I think. But the Zoom H4n is a hundred dollars more, but it is way better because it has external XLR. Inputs. Or just like you know, if you're just starting out, and you don't want to put a lot of money in it. Just like Get a crowd around a, your fucking laptop and open up GarageBand. You know why I think they should buy the H4n because then they're making an investment. And they will feel that they have a responsibility to do something with it. Honestly, I would say get a board, get get a small mixer for hundred bucks. These are kids. These like just like you know. No, 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 no. Don't worry about the mixer yet. Just get the Zoom H4 and if if your podcasts start going well. We don't have a mixer. You can't tell other people. We, we have did. a mixer now because we we're in a radio station. No, but like, you know. And it broke. This is like, you know, just a fucking. And then got stolen. D- DIY. Just fucking open up any kind of recording device on your phone or computer and just fucking start recording. If you don't it. have a Mac and you can't use GarageBand, use Audacity. Start, yeah. yeah Audacity works great. It's free. Get, upload your MP. Sign up for Libsyn, L Y B S I N dot com. Upload your stuff there. They will syndicate your thing, your podcast to an RSS and to iTunes, and uh, and then you'll be off and running. Yeah, you could yeah, literally yeah. do it in a fucking day. You could wake up in the morning, buy yeah. the equipment, record it, post it in the afternoon, and yeah. by the evening you will have a podcast yeah, out yeah. in the world. And if so there's a bunch of you tips. on one mic, get a snowball. Yeah, USB like snowball. Exactly. I can't stress this enough. When people say, how do I do this? How do I start doing stand-up? How do I do a podcast? Just fucking do you it. You just fucking do it. There's no simpler reason than that. If you think about it too much, you'll never do it. You'll talk yourself out of it. You just have to start it. Yeah. Starting is the most important thing you can do with any weird goal that you have. You just have to s- just make some choice in the direction of where you want to go. Starting and, is half the battle. Yeah. yeah well, here's, no and also, here's the thing. It's like there are more reasons. <laughs> and then not, shooting people with lasers. There yeah, are more like reasons to not do these things than to do them. So if you think about it, you're just going to think of all those reasons yeah. not to do yeah. it. So just don't think about it and go and just do it. Just do it. Yeah, it's like when, when Billy Mitchell wouldn't go see Steve Weeb. 
And they were like, Steve Weeby, why? How could you fucking do that? For Billy Mitchell, I did it for him. I'm a sympathizer. No, no, weird? I think you messed up, and now you're trying to turn it into something weird? else. No, Steve Weeby. Whatever. There's even a scene where, like, you know, fucking Walter Day's uh, in King of Kong is going, uh, Steve Weeb, everybody. He's like uh, Weeby. It's Weeby. And then like they're like, oh, we've been saying it wrong the whole time. Just you just have to you just have to remember um, nope. you just have to remember the cover of Lean on Me. We be jamming, we be jamming. What is that? Don't other be a, guy's name? Don't Steve be a Harris? Mitchell apologist, all right? <laughs> it's Michael, I thought. That's all he has. <laughs> That's all he has. All right, uh, Tom Fratz, F R A A T Z. Fratz. I once frats. I once frats in my pants. It was a fucking horrible night. That's that's that. A frats is one step up from a shard, where like a shard is just a little bit comes out, but a frats is just like a frats. Yeah, it's just like a like a like. Like a Jackson Pollock yeah, exactly. uh, in the back of your under trousers. So, sorry, Tom. <laughs> so, Tom, you have a great last name. <laughs> My last name's Hardwick. There's no worse last name than that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who are some unhit musicians <laughs> other than DMB? That's what he wrote. We, don't, don't go anywhere. We'd be surprised you liked. Think Bush, Semisonic, or other mid-90s uh, mediocrity. Here's, uh, here's, here, like, here's, you know, uh, with Dave Matthews Band, I can't say one that you'd be surprised by. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> with, with, I think, uh, music, every, every band can have good songs. Bush is not a good band, but they got a couple good songs. Stone yeah. Temple Pilots, not a good band. No, you're wrong. They are a fucking great band. They have some good songs. I'm they are wrong. an awesome band. Rolling Stones, not a good band. They got a lot of great songs. I'm telling you, Stones, STP is a fucking that, great actually. band. They are a great rock band. I've seen them live, and they're fucking awesome. I think if, the songs, if, if Scott didn't have so many crazy drug problems, I think they would have. I think they would have done a lot better. And I was a skeptic when they because I worked at K Rock when when Plush. when Stone Temple Pilots broke, yeah. and it was like, oh, everyone's signing a fucking Eddie Vedder, set, and they totally went in a different direction they I, they, I, no, I am a supporter of there the are good, pilots. there are good songs there's like days of the week is awesome because it sounds like the opening to a 90s sitcom you know yeah. <laughs> uh sour girl is like a fucking it's a good jam you know interstate like, love song interstate love yeah they, they got good songs but they're not a good band um it, and then they did their unplugged and he was in a fucking giant sweater and a rocking chair with no shoes yeah, exactly. uh, but like hit hit bands that are i mean i don't know conversations <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't Conversations know. Conversations kill. <laughs> Time to take her home. Uh. Yeah. So there's your answer. Well, the dogs are fatter. Got time, time to report tomorrow. All right. I guess if people really want to listen to that song, they would just download it. Uh, no, no, no. I gotta tell you, my my. I I mean there there were so many when I when I think back to like ni- like bands in the nineties that I that I heard their song they're like yeah that song's awesome uh, hemorrhage by fuel I really liked I don't know that one Jamiroquai uh, Jamiroquai. yeah virtual insanity is a fun song a but Jamiroquai song. has some some okay uh, disco beats I missed out on a lot of that Dishwalla uh, uh, Dishwalla counting blue cars I missed out on a lot of like nineties stuff eventually because like I just like got wait, so into like listening to punk rock and then like it infects your head and you go like I'm not listening yeah to I hit radio. my radio head phase in the, in like ninety eight and yeah. then I just I I Tuned didn't I really Marcy Playground is is better than I loved Marcy Playground Juliana, Marcy Playground was a fucking great band Juliana Hatfield the only everything album is a fucking great album and also like um, that dog they're a great nineties band. Say Ferris, people enjoyed. Say mm, Ferris. Yeah. Uh, I there was one. There was there is there is a song that I'm thinking of that is I. I'm I'm ah, man. God damn it! You I don't want you to quit the podcast when I tell you this, but I have always 
enjoyed this one song by a band that is, I can't even say it. Uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, those, that's, uh, those are good songs. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Bad okay. band, good songs. Boy, they're, they're behind, they're, they're behind the music was hilarious. I didn't because they're behind the music was... Was Nothing it? really dramatic happened, but there was a period where they were they ran out of classic bands like yeah. like Fleetwood yeah. Mac, like and then uh, and then Stevie Nicks and Mick Fleetwood had to break the news that they were having an affair to <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham, and then people were blowing coke in their eyes and assholes. It, yeah. they, but Goo Goo Dolls, their big conflict was like uh, Johnny Resnick has writer's block. Your fa- <laughs> what's your favorite behind the music? Well, uh, the, the Fleetwood Mac one was awesome. Death the, Leopard, I loved the Death. Oh Leopard yeah. One. Um, the best, the best, most feel good uh, behind the music is uh, Huey Lewis and the News. It's because they get to a point where like, hey, you know, people weren't really coming out to shows as much or buying our records, so we thought we would kind of take a quit for a bit. Yeah, we're all still friends. We hang out, and then it's just fucking <laughs> Huey Lewis coaching his kids like soccer team or something like that. It's and they fucking, just seem like cool dudes. Yeah, they all just seem like guys that were just like, hey, this was a fun ride. Well, you probably like their album because it's called Sports, and I know how much you love sports. I, I like to think that. Here's it's how ironic. much we love sports, guys. It's Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you? Can I say something? Yes. I and I am not. I am not exaggerating when I say this. I'm not 100% sure who's playing in the Super Bowl. It's the yellow and blacks and then the uh, other color scheme. The, are the Jets in the Super Bowl? No. Okay. I don't. I, I honestly don't know. It might who's... be fun if you were to just try and guess. I'll give you three more guesses as to the what Super Bowl. New England Patriots. Nope. No, the... I wouldn't be here if they were playing. They okay. Games I'm starting now. Um, the... Um, the... The Racine Footballers. The Racine um, Racine, Wisconsin doesn't have a football team. Well, I'm out. Uh, they have the Racine Bells in the league of their own. Oh, that's no, true. Yeah, was the it Rac- the Bells or was it the Peaches? The Racine Bells were the other team that they played in the world. The Rockville Series. Peaches. Lor- they were the Rockville, Rockville Peaches. Peaches yeah. Who, yeah, and then Rockford. Lori Petty went to Racine. Right? P.S. Guys, there's no crying in baseball. Movie quotes. <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies, the League of Their Own. I think I've said that. Before. It is it's a, a great, great movie. movie. Yeah. The first, the first, uh, first ever time I was attracted to a lady. Was Gina Davis? Like, Before that, like, it was all dudes, right? I was like, nah, I was like, I don't know how old I was when that movie came out. Nine, maybe, but I, then I had a dream about it. You had a like, Gina Davis boner. Yeah. I had a serious Gina Davis boner uh, in The Fly. Oh yes, where especially where she and Jeff Goldblum have that really great scene where they're doing it. Gina when Davis, she gets pregnant with his maggot baby. You're maggot in Mensa. Baby. Why don't you come on our show? Seriously, who? Seriously. And then on my Gina junk. Davis. Come oh. on, everybody. Set it up. I don't know why but I can't go. The Racine um, Bells and the Rockford Peaches. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know who's playing in the Super Bowl. It would be the uh, the Jonah. Do you know the the uh, the, the the Steelers? Yes. Uh, and the e- the Weavers. E- no, it can't be the Eagles. No. Um, the Narwhals. Yeah. Is there a Narwhal team? That'd there be a great be. mascot. There should yeah, be exactly. Uh, I don't. I don't know the other one. The Alaska Narwhals. Only, only reason I know about the Pittsburgh Steelers is because uh, Anthony Jeselnik, a very funny comedian. Is obsessed with them and yeah. like texted me, making fun of me, saying like it's like, "Hey asshole, I know you don't care, but my team's gonna fucking win the Super Bowl." Uh, the, the oh, Green... the team you don't play for, yeah, or have yeah, anything like... to do with? Yeah, the my team friend... is the Green Bay Packers. Ah, yes, oh. the old green and white. I was not far off with Racine. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So sure. sure, take that. Small victories. I don't remember who played last year. I just don't care about football. I don't care about sports. I, like I don't either. It's just the thing where if I can't. If I can't see myself doing it, it doesn't interest me. That's no, how narcissistic no. I am. I remember the Saints. The Saints won the Super Bowl. Last and year. I remember uh, there's a lot of people go like, oh, I don't like, I don't like watching sports either. But I like the Super Bowl because of the commercials. Guess what? The commercials fucking suck too. Hey, guess what? You can see them online. Yeah. Oh well, there I goes your fucking the, uh... barbecue party. 
<laughs> you know, I swear to God, that last last year's Budweiser commercial with those guys getting hurt and then yelling I'm good immediately after, I feel like they ripped off my video of me getting hit by a golf cart. It's all going to boil down to that, isn't it? Okay, that's it. I've said my piece. <laughs> There's a video online, if you have never seen Matthew before, where he is... That's at the funeral home. At the funeral home. They have a golf cart so they can, I guess, because a lot of old people drop dead on golf courses. And so you have to go pick them up. And then you strap their corpses in the back where the golf bags go. (laughs) Two at a time. Two at a time. Two at a time. And then you have a death caddy uh, who comes and... Death uh, caddy for cutie. Yep. That's for you, John. Thanks. (laughs) And then... So at the funeral home, they're driving up a, a dirt hill, and yeah. Matthew, they, the, the car gets stuck, so Matthew gets in the back and starts bouncing up and down on it. it ro- to unwedge it, which I succeeded. It rolls back down the hill, Matthew falls, it rolls over him, and then in, and there's a moment where everyone's like, well, it's convenient that we're all at a funeral home, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then Matthew's like, I'm okay. I'm yeah, instantly, like, you're, you just basically go, oh, and then you hear him go, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. So you survived. Yeah. It's really You could find that if you Google... Fat guy golf cart. It's not a nice Google chain Idiot, that you would have to fat enter. Fat guy golf cart. Yeah, that and will... a lot of the uh, a lot of the comments, people are like, "That's Matt Myra," spelling it with a Y because they've never seen yeah. the name spelled. Well, hey, at least they know. At least they know that so, you almost gave your life for no reason. Go to the internet and look that up. In the McDonald funeral home. <laughs> uh, I think we're good this week. I think we we got we got through a lot of good stuff on the guestless podcast. We answered a few emails. Mm-hmm. We. Uh, mm-hmm. Talked about your funeral home mm-hmm. thing. We got a sponsor. We're going to get you out of the job that you're in and start paying you for this goddamn podcast. And we're going to do, uh, we're going to, we're going to put a date on it. What's the date? A couple months from now. <laughs> we have to see. We have to see if we can sustain sponsorships. Let's guilt sponsors into like uh, giving us out, money. Guys. We actually, what we need to do is guilt listeners into buying things from sponsors so that uh, so sponsors will guys, want to. Seriously, if you want to advertise the podcast, podcast at nerdist.com is the email. Uh, buy t-shirts. You can buy t-shirts buy or whatever. Tweakedaudio.com slash nerdist. Come see me at the Wilbur Theater, April 9th. Seriously. But, but, but honestly, Matthew, I, I, I feel like you are working full-time for other people, and you're a funny guy, yeah. and you deserve to be either at least at me. least writing in comedy, not if not performing, which I think you should do, too, because you're very funny. And so I, I feel like you know we need to provide that for you. We need to be able to give and you really, money. And really, they win, too, because they get my... Brain. But I but I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I have a spiritual mission to do this for you because I don't want to see you get trapped in a job. I know you're good at working on computers, but so good you're at funny it, you and and and, and goddamn it, you are you are going to be my mission. You're going to be one of my missions to get you out of that job and be a paid performer slash writer because you're too good to not have that. Do you want to get on that? Are you helping you? Yep. Yeah. I'm trying. No, no, he's on it. I'm trying. We're on I'm it. Trying, I'm trying. Chris, gonna, Chris is done. Oh, you guys are definitely both trying. You should listen to Chris, though. Chris is, uh, you know, the reason that I even like have an extended career. Oh, I do listen to Chris. Yeah. Often. Well, it helps that you're talented and funny, Jonah. Yeah, but That's... you know, I was I was stuck at that uh, really shitty show, and then you recommended me for Web Soup, and I was like, well, I don't know. And you're like, you just just take it, just take it. And then um, <laughs> I was uh, I, I went and. It was the best decision I ever made. Sometimes no, it's scary. Not. Sometimes it's scary to make that leap. I yeah. could not be happier on the Nerdist podcast. Well, I could not I be happier really. that you guys have been have stuck with this for the last year. I love you uh, in in a very creepy way, yep. both of you yeah. at the same mm-hmm. time. And uh, and I hope you we keep Cup doing really these. Comes through in his hugs, you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really yeah. comes through. <laughs> no, those are lifesavers. Ten seconds. You gotta hold those are lifesavers. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, it's this, a soup can in my pocket. This 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 whole thing. This past year has been crazy. Uh, you know, like I've I've started this the day after I went out with my girlfriend, who I uh, yeah. Congratulations with. on your anniversary. With yeah, Diana. and it's like it's just it's this been a great year, and you guys have been a big part of it, and it's uh it's it's awesome to be your friends. It is. It's a good time. This is getting really mushy, and I apologize. No, I, I think it's we good. All, you know, like, they need to know that we all genuinely like each other. And thank yeah. you to and thank you to the people who li- listening who uh, who continue to support the podcast and told their friends about it and and helped us. Yeah. You know, get you to a place where we can actually still start. doing this podcast after sixty episodes because we understand that Chris would be the host without us. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. people people prefer the episodes when you guys are on. When I do solo ones, they're like, "Where's Matt and Jonah?" And little, they're right. It's a better dynamic. Well, it's a better dynamic. They can't tell us apart, so really. This is Matt talking. This is Jonah talking. Do this we sound right? like let's, let's say things more conducive to how we are. Uh, here's this is if you hear someone say something like this, shut the fuck up, Matt. That would probably be me, Jonah Ray. And if you hear someone go, I'm sorry, Jonah. There you go. That's me. And if you hear someone uh, drop someone's name or talk about himself, that's me, Chris Hardwick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the guy. Uh, Jonah Ray is the guy that says like we a need bit to, too much. We need to have this. <laughs> Jonah Ray is uh, suffering a little hipsterism, and uh, uh, Chris Hardwick is uh, Chris, sometimes what irritating. Did you, what did you always used to say that people got on you for? Amazing, amazing. Literally, amazing. literally amazing. I got a bunch of a bunch of people thought they heard my voice on the D and D episode of. Uh, I heard that too. I, I mean, I, people said that to me too that they thought you that you were. Yeah, on I it. saw that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, some guys like, were you on the episode? And I was like, do people think I'm Fat Neil? Somebody <laughs> asked you. Somebody asked uh, if you or I were uh, laughing at Doug Loves Movies last week. W- were you I, there? I wasn't there. No, neither was I. Inside, inside on the inside. inside. Yeah. Always on the inside. All right, geek crest out. <laughs> I want to be Geek Crest. Geek Crest? Geek Crest. Nice, nice. I no, like I'll it. just be Chris Hardwick. That's oh, a, I and like we that. should yeah. say that it was very fun at Sketchfest meeting all of you wonderful people that came to our show. Yes, we thanks, already so, know yeah. you. Oh, you mean the people who came to Sketchfest show? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how words uh, work. They're awesome. Uh, yeah, it really was. Sketchfest was a blast, and thanks to mm-hmm. everyone who came out. The Zach podcast was was super fun. I mean, it's already gone up by now, but uh, Enjoy but just in general, just hanging out with comics and having a good time. Right. So, so you know what? It, even if we seem mushy today, fuck it. it yeah. Like have have a nice. Positive day. You don't have to be cynical all the time. Sometimes you can enjoy things, and that's okay. Enjoy it. Enjoy if you're out there and you're stuck in the snow. Just remember, it quiets everything. Microwave a burrito and enjoy it. (laughs) Enjoy your microwaved burrito. There you go. I'd prefer a fresh one, but... Well, some most of the country. Yeah, microwave one. If you're in Boston, Anna's Taqueria. My favorite burritos in America. I will go there. Anna's Taqueria. Okay. Go. Thanks, everybody. Taqueria. And Taqueria. to another year. When you're sliding in the first and you're feeling something burst. Taqueria. Bop, bop. Taqueria. Bop, bop. To another year, hopefully. To another bop, year, bop. Uh, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> Does he know something? Well, no, I just, I, no, wait. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> All I'm saying is you're both fired. Oh. oh. No, I want to I wanna keep, do, keep doing these. It's my intention to keep doing these as Why long as we I? can. It's not like it takes that much effort. No, no, you're right. That's true. It's just we'd, we'd hang out anyway, so. Yeah. Well, we would. Goodbye. Goodbye. Enjoy your burrito? Yes. A proper enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your burrito. It's got time and chunks of delicious cheese. And it's like guacamole. 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 Go to Anna's Taqueria, everybody. God, stop it. Seriously. Get a super carnitas. Stop shucking for people that don't give us money. I want to form stone taqueria pilots. Bang! Where we just sing songs about Mexican food. I want to share things I like with them.
All right, you have shared, and we are leaving. <gasps> you might be. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.